Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. fans this is the week of october 24th 2021 on the road to 2023 this is for the love of football and this is the xfl show i'm alan and i'm bryant on this show both hosts and you the gentle football fan have a non-binding memorandum of understanding that nothing is certain unless it's certain with that said this is episode 193 another spring league seemingly in the works and the ball's moving for them bryant some usfl talk today yeah yeah somebody's moving along trying to get in front of the xfl like it is you know just deja vu all over again it seems like uh this is gonna be interesting to talk about another spring football league that we've heard about in the works here it's been kind of quiet and now finally some news erupts uh this past week so talking usfl from italia bryant buongiorno to you this is Maybe my favorite show already because I get to wake up and do it. We never have a morning recording. I mean, it's like eleven p.m. for you, but I, I mean, just got it, up, man. It, it, we've had many wake up. Re- well, uh, you know, early morning recordings. I feel like it's just maybe uh, we're just slumping out of bed rather than being on vacation. Getting early, getting up early on vacation, very different than getting up early when you're at home. This is so nice. I'm I'm living it. I'm in. Uh, I'm coming to you from Venezia today, from Venice, Bryant. So, uh, don't mind if mind it if like a mosquito gets in through the window I have open and I start swatting at it because there's like water right outside. It's a beautiful place, but geez, oh man, did I get bit up here? I- I'm ready to I'm ready to talk some football after last night walking around town and talking about Syria with people I ran into. I do have a story about being in Rome though talking xfl with someone at a bar i am um, i was going to take this show and, and film from venice as well uh, i don't know if i'd walk <laughs> outside might get bit or pricked by other things as well so i decided <laughs> to stay at home instead but i think your venice is a little bit better than the venice i'm at my disposal i don't know i did buy some sweet uh american flag pants at on venice beach once and i didn't see any of those in this in this venice yet but i'll have my uh, my rating Later, just check out my trip advisor. 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line. 724-565-4XFL. If you'd like to text or call, leave a voicemail, get on the show, give us a suggestion, ask a question, you could do it there or at XFL Show on Twitter. Hit us up. DMs are open, and uh, we will converse with you on those platforms. Of course, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You could go to Pretty Easy Podcasts right now, dot com right now, to get your own podcast started. It's early, Bryant. What do you want from me? They're still going to help us do the show. They'll help. They they don't care they if can't you're speak for you. Who starts forgetting English because you've been trying to learn Italian? They don't care if you're in another country. They don't care if you only have. 
Well, they, they like you to have a decent microphone to help you sound as best as you can, but they'll work with you. They'll help you get situated, get everything you need to start your podcast and then do your podcast every week. They'll edit your podcast. It's all at prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Uh, Alan, was that Fiji water I just saw you chug? Did they have Fiji water out there? No, they don't. I bought this at the uh, Starbucks airport in Boston, and you could just fill up your water bottle. They've got little, like, they're called nasolis. They look like a big nostril, and they're just like big pipes sticking out of the ground and just spewing water all day long. You just shove your bottle in there. It's drinkable water. It's delicious. Now, who told you this? I feel like this is like an Italian gag that they tell Americans. Be like, yeah, if you see a fountain, drink the water. It's totally safe. It's fine. Go well, ahead. Well, you see everybody putting their bottles in it. And also, like, I mean, if if you're tra- traveling these days, I'm sure you watch some YouTube videos before you go and just get an idea of what people are doing. And that's what they do. What if it's like just like recycling? It looks like it's coming. From, have you seen those optical illusions where it looks like the faucet's coming from the ground or the air? And- it's it's filtered. I trust it. Is it tastes good? Whatever. If I if I if I grow a third head for next week's show, then you'll you'll know. You just went to straight to third far. head. Where's your second one? Now never mind. Let's just keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a dunk real quick and check out the YouTube comments, which we haven't done in a while. Mark Brennan uh, said, "I bet." There will be an info dump on XFL progress around Super Bowl week. So going back to last week's show, uh, discussing the Jeffrey Pollock situation, and now the XFL not having any real big news announced. Mark is predicting Super Bowl week. Brian, what do you think of that prediction? We put that um, on your calendar. We, we we would, you know, do these kind of. When would be a good time for the XFL to actually? Um, make an announcement is it when you're over you know anything you do super bowl weekend is going to be shadowed uh by the xf uh, by the the super bowl itself so i don't know if that's the best time those are bye weeks those are times where you actually don't make any noise the week before the super bowl that little week in between the actual you know the the, the championship games and the super bowl radio uh, some opportunity there yeah. yeah i i would love to see a rock commercial like a big epic Dwayne Johnson starred starring role commercial uh, saying the XFL is coming next year. I mean, that would be sweet. What are you dropping over there? Did I, well, I was trying to use just... a prop and then I just dropped it. It's fine. It's my bad. <laughs> I was going to say he was going to throw the, uh, you know, the, the XFL weight belt over his shoulder and walk away. Something like that. Yeah. Something, something uh, cool or just to write some epic copy, put some big music. Oh, Terminator. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Show. Yeah. yeah. Show the Rock walking on the fifty-yard line with lights everywhere in a stadium. Something like that. That would be cool. Um, I don't even oh, need yeah. an info dump. I would actually rather see a big Super Bowl commercial. That's how you can really make waves. And that's and that's a whole year out. I would be cool to see. But I like the idea. I I, I expect something at least. Maybe not a dump. Maybe just the tidbit, a morsel. But I think the XFL will be active in the public eye that week for sure. I hope so. I mean, that's, that'll be a good sign. I think Oliver Luck was pretty active that week too. I think it'll be a good sign if the XFL is pretty active that week. I don't know about a whole dump of information, but uh, you definitely don't want to make big announcements that time because you will be shadowed by the uh, Super Bowl itself. For sure. And we thank uh, Mark for hitting us up. So the YouTube comments are another place you could reach out to us if you want us to acknowledge your question or your thought. 
Uh, of course, there's always social media. There's the XFL fan line, but we are we sometimes get brave and scroll down the YouTube comments as well, which is sometimes a, t- a tougher place to look uh, for for the Eagle. Although for our show, I never really see any shenanigans in that realm. Although other channels, YouTube comments will get kind of nasty. XFL dot show. XFL.show. It's right there to the YouTube page. Yeah. Brilliant. Mamma mia. That's <laughs> kind of all I remember right now. It's the morning still. All right, Here Brian. We go again. I might I might actually well, they're Swedish though, right? Abba. Well, I don't I don't really, yeah, I think so, but you just said more <laughs> Here we go again. Hey, hey. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna say some more Italian. It's coming back to me now that I've woken up and I'm ready for this week's cover two. <laughs> Forza Kenny Robinson, another XFLer, really kicking some butt in the NFL with a big, big touchdown on a blocked punt last week. How good was that to see St. Louis Battlehawk? Kenny Robinson, you remember him, left WVU, went to the XFL early. Great story. Uh, and then, of course, we saw the beginning of this NFL week, former Orlando Apollo, Dernis Johnson Bryant, tear it up for the Broncos and uh, Terry actually hit us up on the XFL fan line on a text and I thought this was an excellent uh, uh, thought here to to ponder Terry saying have you ever scored a fantasy point off the back of an XFL or AAF guy well you did and I want to say not until this week Terry because I was (laughs) so I was like the Browns ravaged at running back I picked up Johnson and Just because he was going to start. That's why you picked and, him up, right? I, yeah. Why else would I have gotten him? <laughs> you know, he's the, and I'm so depleted. And, you know, I'm one of those Christian McCaffrey guys. So I'm yeah. screwed. Am I playing uh, you this week in that league? You, with, you are playing me right oh, now. Oh, so Brian's been scored on by an AAF running back. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. I guess if you technically have the Carolina Panthers defense, you have – an XFL or score for you as well. So that's out there. Uh, we do uh, IDP league. So, which is way better, by the way, IDP is the way to go. Oh, isn't it so fun? Are you enjoying oh, yeah, it? So much fun. Yeah. I get like 60 points from like Aaron oh. Donald every week. It's great. It's it, that was a good selection. You were the first <laughs> person to take a defensive player. I remember. <laughs> Hopefully you yeah, don't, I, I saw, I saw the, I saw the, the value in having the best defensive players out there. Yeah, just hopefully your defensive players all stink this week. We are up against each other. That's all I <laughs> But uh, good luck to uh, you. Uh, yeah. That was great for Kenny Robinson to get a touchdown. I mean, we you know, we all know the story as XFLers and actually my cousin who saw a post or something on Instagram sent it to me and we had a discussion about it. So it's great for the league, for Kenny Robinson to actually get that opportunity. Hopefully he's suited back up, earned himself another uh, game check this week. Uh, forgetting that. I don't even know if the Panthers are by or not. Whatever the next Panthers game is, hopefully he earned himself another page of uh, a game check. Yeah, that, that, and you know that, that that was it's it's awesome to see. Uh, there isn't you know a Tommy Maddox type yet. I guess Taylor Heineke is the closest thing currently, although he's not winning as much as Tommy Gunn was winning. Uh, but John Carlo is a Giants fan that I was talking to in Rome, Brian. I wanted to get to this part two of our cover two here and i was at a Steeler bar in rome so not not i figured i might meet someone who watched the xfl there 
mostly went there as a Steeler fan. It's like a, a trek a lot of Steeler fans who go to Italy make. Kind of a famous place. And That's I met amazing. this. It's a thing. And I met this guy named Giancarlo. He's American. But he's a Giants fan. Not even a Steeler fan. But he's at this bar. And just real quick conversation sparked. Saw the uh, XFL hoodie I had on. And said he was, quote, feeling the XFL, even though he didn't see much of it. I asked him, oh, did you watch every game? He said, no, not really. I saw a little bit of it, but I was feeling it and acknowledged it at least. So he's an American that was also visiting Italy? I don't know if Giancarlo lives here or what. I didn't get get into his personal life, just that he liked the Giants. So I don't think we can count this, right? We can't count this as an Italian that actually enjoys the XFL. I don't well, think you, you, you can't check that box. No, yeah, well, okay. That's, okay well, the, turn to your the... wife and ask her a question about the XFL. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay, so I'm still on the hunt for a true blue Italian. Italian. Although like, John I want you to find an XFL it. fan that comes up to you that's like, hey, mamma mia, XFL. <laughs> that's what I want. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I, this guy was speaking pretty, pretty decent Italian, though, to the bartender. So I don't know. Maybe he's just better at. Yeah, but I a, speak fluent Spanish. If I go to Mexico or something like that, doesn't mean I'm from Mexico. Yeah, that's true. Well, you, at least COVID's I got to talk you, XFL. At least I got to talk XFL with someone in Italy. That's something. That's, well, you're doing it with that, me right now. While yeah, you're, you're in over, Italy. you're in the, you're in California though. That doesn't. Or am to. I? Oh, you could be anywhere. Brian, Brian just sets his background up wherever he goes. It's the same. Yeah, exactly. He, actually, it's a green screen behind him. Everybody. He got rid of all those monitors in reality. Uh, <laughs> it's too hot in here. I, Way too many monitors. I want to go. I want to go to. So I talked to that guy at least, uh, Giancarlo, if he's listening. I told him to, to listen. I tried grabbing his phone and subscribing to the podcast on his phone for him, but then he he had to go, so I didn't get to do that. But we'll Suddenly. see if he's listening or watching. I, I, but I want to ask you, Brian. Do you still feel all warm and fuzzy, like seeing Kenny Robinson score? Uh, seeing even Jarnus Johnson score, even though he's an AAF guy, and you hated the AAF, do you I feel hate the AAF? I know, I know. Do you feel warm and fuzzy though? Still seeing people succeed as uh, spring ballers in the NFL, and do you envision a day where one day you're going to see an XFL guy in the NFL score and get mad about it, be like, "Damn it, I wish he was still in the XFL." Like, I rather have that feeling than feel this like, "Oh yeah, I'm rooting for my guy." I want to be like. Stay in the XFL. That'd be that's that's the yeah. That's the I wish I, I wish I've been mean, right, right now. I wish Kenny Robinson was picking off you know passes in the XFL, you know, and, and PJ yeah, Walker, PJ Walker, you know, <laughs> picking up balls, re- releasing them, and then running them in for touchdowns. Like that's what I really want to see uh, happen. It's I don't know. I, I'm I guess I'm a little different in the sense that it's not that I'm not happy for any of these guys. I'm very happy for Kenny Robinson. Anybody who's getting the opportunity. But we're XFL people. Like we're, we're we're not XFL player people, and I think we want the league to succeed. We want there to be more football to watch. So I don't know if I ever really get that warm and fuzzy feeling of "Ooh, look, you know, I'm all warm and fuzzy for this." Fan. Like I am, but at the end of the day, I want more. I want there to be more XFL, and I, w- I would be warm and fuzzy more so for that. Yeah, and I also kind of get upset about it because of how it's covered by announcers at least when you watch a guy like Kenny Robinson make a play like that, or you see Taylor Heineke in these games and they're like, and this guy played in the XFL of all places. 
and it's almost like, eh. <laughs> how do you get to? How do you get here? What circumstances did the Panthers face that they had to pick this guy up? They drafted him. They drafted him. He's a good player. Are they, or it's it's like hilarious because Washington if he comes from a practice team, squad or something like that, they don't say it like that, right? No. Like, oh yeah, this well, guy, will, great story. Will. Comes from the practice squad. You know, banked up team. They had this gym on their on their practice squad. They bring him <laughs> up. It was great, you know. And then if it's the XFL, it's like, well, this guy, you know, probably wouldn't be playing football if not for that league. You know, the XFL that's now defunct and broke and and trying to figure out what they're trying to do. Uh, but but I guess they really needed a quarterback and, and they got lucky and found somebody who can pick up a ball and run <laughs> it in for a touchdown. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a notch below the Australian punter. When they say they're punters from Australia, the guy didn't know anything about football before he got to the NFL. It's almost they treat it like that. It's a it could be, a, you know, a little bit. I would like to see at least like maybe that's what the color analyst is for. You would hope that a guy sitting next to the play by play person in a on an NFL broadcast would be like, and isn't that a great thing? What the AAF and the XFL did for this player for Jonas Johnson to get the opportunity to be on this team, be a special teamer. Now he's getting his chance and look at him running all over the Denver Broncos. Like if, if his performance on Thursday didn't tell you exactly why we need a spring league, then I don't know what for, from the player's perspective. So that needs to be acknowledged more, I think on the broadcast, but of course it's the NFL and they're also calling a live game. So we understand, but it's uh, it's it's just more further solidified this week, Bryant. We need football in the spring. I don't know about next spring, though. Even though we're probably going to get it. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to talk about because we might be getting 2022 spring football from the USFL, and lots of uh, reports, rumors, some innuendo. Some discussions happening to get that league in order, I guess. But is there order? Let's assess it all. Break it all down. Give you the latest on the United States Football League in this week's Hot Read. Dapper Tutto. I've had that ready all week, Brian. All over the place. Because the USFL all over the place. With news this past week. Oh, that, that, wait, say it again. Hold on. Say it again. Dappertutto. My Dapper favorite tutto. Italian. My favorite Italian word, word that I've been saying for everything. Tutto. All. Tutto. All. Dappertutto. All over the place. The USFL. I mean, if you follow this stuff, if you follow this particular league, if you follow spring leagues or alternative football leagues at all, you paid attention to this. And you truly understand why it's bizarre covering the USFL. And a, a random announcement that Fox, remember, just last year, late last year. Or uh, was this year. Spring, was that this year? I want to say, was it this year? I want to say it was this year. USO, the Spring League played in, Ju- in June or something, didn't they? You're right. Yes, it was this oh, yeah. year. <laughs> yes, you're right. I don't know. I don't know where I am. It was 10 months before kickoff. You're right. And you're right. It was. It was not yet before the kit planned kickoff, the alleged kickoff. Uh, so one rainy day, then Fox announces the USFL is coming back. We talked a little bit about it on the show. And then nothing. Radio silence, as they say. And this past week, down in Alabama, all sorts of action 
regarding the USFL. Discussions, negotiations, reports, and let's just break it all down and we'll react to it, Brighton. Assess the situation for the United States Football League. Roy S. Johnson covers covering this all for AL.com in Alabama. Had an excellent report on all sorts of stuff going down there with uh, the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center, which is the similar to you know the, the city organization that's that would put together events and stuff similar to how in St. Louis the Battle Dome and the and the agreement with the city in the XFL went down Birmingham's city organization has been in discussions with I guess Fox and the ownership of the USFL to maybe be the hub city the USFL for 2022 and Roy S. Johnson, excellent report here, all sorts of information to sink our teeth into, uh, said that Protective Stadium, which is the stadium there in Birmingham, Alabama, would serve 40 games, up to 40 games, and, and playoff games from around April 15th, 2022 till July 3rd, 2022, at no cost to the ownership of the USFL. And it's, according to, and this is my favorite part, a non-binding memorandum of understanding between the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center and the National Spring Football League, which is the ownership group of the USFL. So so basically what they're saying is this is written on a, on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> it's written right here. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull this out from under my uh, cafe. There you go. They wrote on the... So they ripped off a piece of the napkin on their room service you and they said here this is what i want to do and they said sure and they nodded there's no hand that's not even a handshake agreement to me that's a nodding agreement non-binding memorandum of understanding so there's no contract signed but there's a plan and someone saying <laughs> oh hello what you hello <laughs> says, hello is how they're communicating communicating this way so there's you have the, the the BJCC the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center uh, and the ownership of the of the USFL which includes Fox uh, saying okay here's a plan yeah I like that plan okay maybe we can agree to that plan but not yet and Roy S. Johnson's reports also have uh, some other good info here we could talk about though eight teams in the league. Uh, including the Birmingham Stallions, who were in the original USFL. And it'll be a hub-bubble-type situation for the first season, at least, in Birmingham. And also, we get some figures out of this, Brian, which I think you'll like. Fox is committing $150 million over three years to the United States Football League and will be the official broadcast partner. And... Also, for the uh, Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center side, what they get out of it, all sorts of exposure. This to, Let me just say this to the uh, BJCC people right off the bat. I'll throw in some opinion, Brian. From this report, reading everything that, 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 goes, is, that is potentially going to go down in, in Birmingham, what the city will get out of it versus what the ownership of the usfl will get out of it this sounds a lot like one of those blog websites who hires writers and say we can't pay you but you're going to get exposure and you're going to be all over the internet 
This is what this sounds like. <laughs> the protective right. stadium is going to get all over the internet. It's going to be yes. be on Fox 40 times so a e- week. Each game will get a 30-second spot to promote the positive char- characteristics of Birmingham and Jefferson County. Well, this is actually a really good thing because I've actually been thinking about visiting Birmingham, and this might put it over the top if I get to see one of these commercials. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there who are going to say say as such, Bryant. That's probably the thinking behind uh, yeah. the deal for the BJCC. Yeah. I just can't also, wait to fly from here to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Louisville and then Louisville to Mobile and then probably bus to Birmingham. <laughs> it's not like Italy where you could just take a train to exactly where you want to go real fast, easy peasy. I mean, that's just not to brag, but I'm, I'm really enjoying that here. Uh, this getting to USFL game might be difficult. I don't know. It's it's not too hard to get to Birmingham, actually. But this part, the the BJG, BJCC has been told by the NSFL, the ownership of the USFL, uh, they're going to make a good faith effort to give them two spots per broadcast. <laughs> so you provide all the infrastructure to house a game, to host a game, to staff a game. You uh, give us the area, the hotel, the the real estate, the venue. We're going to try to get a minute of commercials to promote your city on the air. Try. Oh, and then you're saying NBC might be a partner? I don't know if Fox is going to be able to twist NBC's arm to do that. We'll see. But but that's that's the, the reporting from Roy S. Johnson. Awesome. you got to read that. It's on AL.com. If you want to know everything going down, he pretty much covered it all. And then, uh, you know, I think he's also been doing some media also and, and further reporting on it, everything he's hearing. Uh, but then there's rumor and innuendo that uh, people are putting on social and not, you know, some's confirmed, some's not 100% confirmed. Nothing's officially announced yet, um, except we know that the BJCC's been meeting. They've allotted uh, $2 million uh, so far. We'll get to that. First up, Brian, I want to tell you, shopusfl.com oh, I, is up I just running. hit it. I just hit that website. Right now, now. Are, is this the kind? No, I'm, I haven't even gone to it yet. I just read about this. It, it, now, it reminds me of when the XFL first launched their shop website, and it was all XFL products. Yeah, right. I don't. I, there is a Birmingham Stallions and Pittsburgh Maulers uh, sl- sh- short sleeve shirt on there. And, they, and this woman and this man wearing this Maulers shirt. They, they don't look like Yinzers to me, but they look really happy to, that the Pittsburgh Maulers are back. <laughs> That's basically Jake reincarnated. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is, this is uh, at least it looks like the uh, logos are stitched onto the clothes. I don't it's know. Not just Absolutely a, a not. No. no? Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, well, um, they actually have a link to their actual website starting in spring 2022. I mean, I'll give them credit. Go. At least they didn't have that weird sound that played right when you got into the XFL's website at the very beginning. You remember that thing? Every time you logged into the XFL website at the very like for like the first six months, it'd be like dun 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 dun. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Th- you don't want yeah p- startling audio on your website. Uh, right when people go there, unless it's XFL. No, no post on no post on um, Instagram. No, a one tweet. It's the Doug Flutie video. Um, 
<laughs> Ooh, let's go to Facebook. Let's see. Let's see what kind I of. If they have a lot of stuff on Facebook, then we know what their target audience is. Yeah, I hope people will like get get the vibe on this episode here right at this moment that watching the show can sometimes be a little bit so, better if so, you're on the podcast yes, right that now. Yes, that's true. So they're, see Brian's face look at these websites. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't even need to look. I'm just watching him react. It's hilarious. Are you, are you, are you done I'm talking about the this right now? Look, there's what the what um, Charlie Ebersol did with the AAF. Yeah. And then there's this <laughs> happening right now. There's got to be something in the middle. There's got to be something in the middle between these two. <laughs> this is wow! Well, you're you're giving Charlie Ebersol the uh, the ranking ahead of what's going no, on right well, now. No, in the US no, no. I, I corrected myself. I'm going left to right now. So you had Charlie oh, Ebersol's thing over here. You got you know somewhere in between. I think it's going to be in the you know somewhere in between with on that in the rocks deck. Somewhere in between, right around there. Somewhere, probably okay. around there somewhere. In the deck. Um, there's also a report here from John Ferguson at Fantasy Ferguson of Sportsbook Review saying that the Spring League and Brian Woods are no longer involved with the USFL. And the IP, I guess, that they owned is now completely taken over by the NSFL and Fox. Don't know how that's working out. Who knows what's up with the Spring League at, at this point. Like we said. Dapertuto, all over the place. Uh, Marina Bach, CBS 42 in Birmingham and Alabama, said on Thursday the board of, for the Greater Birmingham Convention and Visitors Bureau Board made a financial commitment of up to $2 million to support the Fox Sports-owned USFL in Birmingham. But they need about $3.6 million in total, according to their estimates, uh, to fund everything being asked of them by the USFL ownership group. So the kicker here, Bryant, is that the BJCC still needs about $1.6 million to cover the estimated costs. And uh, they're saying that these are probably going to come from a mix of private and public funds uh, in order to get get this thing up and running. <laughs> how do you or, make... Where else would it come you... from? Yeah, right. How how do you make this your um first dump of information? Like how how do how do you make it say, "Hey, yeah, this is the information we want released first about our league." Like come on. Ugh. Look, I, the bubble idea, the hub city, who knows if that's still because of COVID or not, or maybe it's an idea that they're floating around to save money. Fine. Who cares? It's not even that big of a deal. I, I You know, are people actually going to want to go to 40 games in Birmingham? Do they love football that much in Birmingham that they're going to go to 40 games for teams that really don't have a location? They just have a name? Like, are, is that going to happen? You know? Yeah, and I the thing I don't like about that is Okay, I understand it's just to get the thing up and running, get your infrastructure going. It's almost not even like a season. you got to look at it. It's like an extended training camp like what we had in Houston, and it's just being played out entirely in Birmingham. And I just – hey, I'm not a financial uh, guru. I'm not a person who's going to do the forecasting on what money this is going to bring into the city. But Brian brings it up like – how many people are going to be traveling into town to go watch these games from outside of the region? 
um, especially early on. What is the exact reasoning of? What do you mean fans die the- down as the season goes on? So if yeah. anything, it's going to go down as your season goes on. I mean, you would hope that, yeah, you, they would hope that it would go up as, uh, you know, it gets more exposure on TV and whatnot. How does it if, make sense, though? Be, the only reason I could think that they would want to do this and make hurry it up so quickly, because you're talking, what, six months from now, less than six months they're trying to kick off. It has to only just to be get, get out there before the XFL actually is playing. Why? Why? Why rush? What kind of calendar are they on? Yeah, well, look at our calendar right now, and and, and it's just it's uh, you know at this point in time, the XFL is already having their draft, letting players know, hey, we want you to come play for us. I don't know what's going on, man. I, I this just seems like a farce at this point. It just looks like uh, a corporate entity in Fox trying to get a cheap, uh, a cheap, cheap product programming. on the uh, programming. That's all it looks like. It looks like, like you're like you brought up the AF. It just looks like a, a broadcaster trying to get like a an infomercial disguised as a as an uh, an actual sporting event. Sham on wow. the air. You think he's taking hey. silly putty and be like, yeah. it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want football. I want it to be played. And hey, if it's in a hub city and like guys are getting a chance to be on the field, and oh, I'm all for it. But I don't see, I know their hope is okay, it's... we'll hub city for a year, maybe two, and then we'll expand into top playing in like a traditional league in different cities. But I just don't see how you can. How it will be successful, how it grows, how because you're just there's a big old ceiling on this thing, and I don't think you could get any higher. But all good for Birmingham if they think they're going to make money off of it and get something out of it. Get the dump button ready. Just an FYI, it's like this that makes spring football look like a joke. Sorry, that's how irritating this is. It's so irritating, man. Like, I love football. You and I love football. You're up at 3 o'clock in the morning in Italy watching Pitt play, I'm sure. Something like that, right? But to see this happen, to, to see what's actually happening here, like, this is like a joke. This is why people don't care. Because you try to do these ideas. You try to, like, mishmash and come up with bad information. Like, this is why spring football never works. You have the XFL that's trying to do this right, that did it right in 2020, ran into this thing called COVID, whatever. You have The Rock coming back now, trying to do this right, trying to make it real. And we have things like this coming up. It's it's just... It, it just throws more fuel on that spring football fire that it's never going to work. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, what's, it really is. what's bizarre to me is that uh, Fox is you know in, involved in the ownership and are, are trying to do this. It makes sense because from their end, they're just trying to make it as cheap as possible and just do it quick quick and and dirty they don't care where the games are they just want to broadcast football that's all they want they even put the spring league on so that you know they just want to have football for fs1 and their struggling uh cable channel uh but also on the other side of it how are the executives there looking at this as something that's going to just go beyond 2022 like how does it catch on unless it's so cheap and so easy to put on, it 
very minimal damage to their to their budgets and that they could just keep doing it like that every year. But then they say they want to grow it into cities. Like, how do they get to that point? I don't know how, other than starting in cities the way the XFL did in 2020. Do you think they're going to pump this season out like 40 episodes of Wipeout on CBS? <laughs> yeah. Or something, you know? Yeah, it's like none hey. of the announcers are actually in Birmingham. They're just like on a set. Yeah. They're like they're with the green screen. <laughs> Or what's that? that what, Maybe John Cena will call the games. What's the uh, golf show that's on ABC? The same kind of concept or whatever. Uh, Holy moly! Holy, Holy moly! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, let's just do forty episodes of Holy Moly football style. Let's figure it out and put it on television. Hey. This season, these this, these games were filmed over three weeks, <laughs> distributed that, that, over the span of two we, and a half months. We joke, we joke, but we want to see it happen. For sure, I want to see the USFL happen. Buena fortuna, I say. Good luck getting this thing off, and uh, we'll see what happens. But that's what we know so far: concrete and some of the rumor regarding Con- the USFL. You'd call that concrete? Well, we know concrete down in Birmingham that they are actually having board meetings about all this. That's happening. There's nothing concrete about this. I don't care. <laughs> nothing. Well. Hell to pit. That's all I got to say, Brian. We're winding Jeez. things down, and I got to go out and celebrate the win last night. That was a huge win. It was a bad, bad sports day in L.A. for myself, but either way, um, yeah, you know, it's glad to see Glad to see you're going to be probably in a different location every time we record while you're out there for the most part. Maybe when you get to, like, your, your longer stays, maybe not, but. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'll probably for for the show at least schedule wise. Looks like I'll be in a different. I'll have a different background behind me, unlike you, every single week. So you <laughs> see my beautiful my beautiful Venetian fabrics on the wall there. Yeah, you're, you're in a padded. I never thought you'd be broadcasting from a padded room. <laughs> well, some people disagree with you. <laughs> some people said this was inevitable, but here we are. <laughs> All right, we got we got anything left there, Brian? That that's it, man. But you're gonna enjoy us every single week here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five star review and tell your friends about us. Yes. Follow Alan on all of his adventures every single week here. Uh, if you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well then text or call the XFL fan line seven two four. 565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messaging rates do apply. Also, follow us on social media at XFL Show. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok probably now. I think you started that TikTok, Alan, right? Uh, I got no. a TikTok going. Do we have a TikTok going, hun? Not yet. <laughs> okay, about, we'll get there. Set up, but almost. <laughs> and if you want to come and say hi to us, or how do you say hi in, in Italian? Well, it depends what time of day. So you could say buongiorno if it's during the day, or buonasera. Well, if you want to come and say hi or buongiorno, uh, subscribe or you, watch you us. You know us. You know us. So you could say ciao. Say ciao. ciao. That's well, it. Well, <laughs> can I go? Okay. Uh, the, the, the XFL.show, the official website of This is the XFL Show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Great Force list of podcasts, uh, by the way. Oh, yeah. On, on Pretty Easy Podcast. Go listen to some of those. Uh, Oh, yeah, a ton of, ton of shows they're, they're cranking out. Check them out besides us for sure. Forza XFL, though, let's go next week. Hopefully, we have either some more fun USFL stuff to talk about, Brian, because I kind of love it, or some actual XFL news to 
to get down into. Either way, we're going to be well, discussing it. Know, um, it's fun seeing you get so worked up, though. There's people I, that enjoy enjoy life, and then there's people like you who just want to see it burn. And I guess that's where <laughs> we are with the USFL. This is not. It's not burning. It's it's. It's not burning. Okay. It's Burningham. It's bur- oh, there you go. I like that. Here, put it on a T-shirt. There you go. Probably goes, wear it right next, right next to my uh, just Winston baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one. You could, you still have that shirt? Yeah, along with my Tex okay. FL showdown. Yes. I'm just the I'm the king of whatever you call those things. You're the king of remembering stuff from the show. That's for sure. I saw someone say that the USFL is stealing my scheduling idea. I don't even remember my own idea. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that next week. Maybe you could jog my memory. No, I block <laughs> out USFL stuff. <laughs> we got to go, though. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching or listening, no matter where you get us. We appreciate you so much, and we look forward to giving you another show. No matter where we are in the world, we're talking XFL with you. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.